Hi and welcome to my podcast. I'm Jessie Grove and today I am talking to Josh Blue, three times world champion in muscle modelling. Um, hi Josh, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so much for having me, I appreciate it. <laughs> um, would you mind introducing yourself to everybody? So yes, uh, my name is uh, Josh Blue um, and as you've just said there, I'm a three times pro world champion in muscle modelling. Um, as well as that, I'm a online coach and personal trainer. So you can obviously tell that my passion lies within the fitness industry. And I just love everything about it, to be honest. I have done yeah. from quite a young age. Um, and I think why I'm so into it is because it just keeps me so disciplined. And then I can just put that into any other aspect of life. And I just love helping people. I think just seeing people achieve and win and do well it's just so good to see so the fact that I get to do that for other people is just amazing yeah do, do you know what already like this is why I've asked you to come on the podcast because just you talking about stuff like that I'm like yes this is what it's about <laughs> <laughs> um so obviously um as you can tell if you're listening um Josh isn't horsey whatsoever <laughs> have you even ridden a horse before <laughs> do you know what no never in ah. my life I think we need to get this sorted. <laughs> I think this could be a challenge. I think we should, do, yeah. we should do like a day swap or something. Definitely. I'm so up for that. That'd be sick. <laughs> um, but the reason why I wanted to get you on is it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters what sport you do. It's the motivation and the inspiration is always the same. Um, and you coach me or you've coached me in the past. Yeah. Um, and what really stood out for me is... Um, I think, well, a few years ago, um, I set myself a little New Year's resolution that I wanted to push my body, like physically and mentally to breaking point. And I did that through doing survival of the fittest, doing the Marines 30 miler. Then I went on to the SAS Who Dares Win selection and I did actually break myself physically. And I was and I then went into I stopped training that hard and went into like um rehabilitation fitness and like yoga and all that sort of stuff and I'd really lost my way in training and then I come to you for a session you completely break me for like seven <laughs> days <laughs> um, but every single session like I had to bring my a game there was no like oh yeah we're just gonna do a little bit of this today it was like right bring your a game or it's over um, and that's what I absolutely loved. And I think that is so important. Like if you're a coach, you still need a coach to push you further and to like push you to your, I don't know, to your best. Yeah, a million percent. To, to keep pushing you forward. Um, but what, like you're so motivated. And when people come and find your social media um, later on, like people will see that. But what keeps you motivated? Like what is driving you forward? Do you know, it's a good question. I get asked it quite a lot. Like, why, do you, you know, how are you always motivated? And sometimes I've got to be like really honest with myself and to everyone else as well. Mm. Sometimes I'm not always motivated. Like, mm. I don't think as human beings, we can be motivated 24 seven. I mean, I think there's probably two people on the planet and one of them's the rock and the other person I've not <laughs> discovered yet. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he's a crazy guy. Um, but yeah. Do you know what? If we're not motivated, sometimes we just have to be disciplined. And I'd say, I'd say 80% of the time I'm motivated. Like I'm always motivated to do stuff. And what keeps me going is I've always got like little goals that 
I'm trying to achieve. You know, it doesn't matter if they're in a week's time, you know, today, a year's time, two years time. There's always, always things that I'm working towards and they're in all different aspects as well. So being an co- uh, online coach and PT, I have business goals I need to hit. Obviously, yeah. it's, it's like, it's my life. Um, yeah. So my little goals are, okay, cool. I want to get two more online clients this month or I want to get three new PT sessions in this week. So little goals like that keep me going. That's what keeps me active on social media. <clears throat> Excuse me. Keeps me talking about what I'm doing. I want people to be invested in sort of like, almost like want to watch what I do all the time. And that's why I'm quite active on socials, on my stories, just chatting to people because I want people to see the real me. And that's what keeps me motivated as well. The fact that people can relate to it because at the end of the day, I'm just a guy that went to the gym and ended up falling in love with it and has decided to do it ever since. So I believe that anybody can do that. So what keeps me motivated is just the fact that I get to motivate others as well. Yeah. And I guess showing up because you're really good at your social media, like your stories are constantly because when I came across your social media, um, I was like, who's this guy? And like every morning you pop up on my socials, I'll be like, oh, my God, like, what's he going on about now? I'm just there. I'm there. I'm everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just there. And I think but that's what is that's what I suppose gets you the clients because you're you're there all the time. And I suppose that's what keeps you going is it's the accountability, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's it. And um, I can remember when I started prepping for a competition, then I just started doing some, I can remember when Instagram stories first came out and I was like, what the hell is this? Why do you want to post a video just 24 hours? Why don't you just post it normally? It makes no <laughs> sense. Rubbish. And then um, I sort of did one and sort of, I actually saw that people watched it and I was like, why are people watching what I'm doing now? And I was like, ah, okay, cool. I get it now. Um yeah. And then from them, it kind of motivated me that people were sort of watching and they're almost like, oh, I wonder what he's going to do next. And so I kind of documented, you know, my training sessions, getting up in the morning and just it's somewhere to outlet your feelings, if you like, and what you're thinking, just somewhere onto social media. Now, not everyone has to use social media. It's not there for everybody to use, but I just think it's a great tool to help you stay motivated because you can just, you can choose who you follow as well. You can just follow really inspirational people, or people that you aspire to be like or people that you can relate to um and I just think that's a great tool for motivation as well so that's that's why I'm quite active on there because mm-hmm. yeah I kind of just want people to just go along with the journey with me yeah definitely um so in terms of like your preparation so your preparation will be very different to ours because we have another being to look after yes and <laughs> I think <laughs> I can <laughs> I think all the riders will agree with me that we look after our horses like the best they have the top nutrition they have top training they have physio and we probably let ourselves down with that so in terms of how you how do you prepare yourself for a competition when it is just you that's a a very good question yeah because I suppose if you you know if you're like you have to you've got another being like you say you've got to prepare that then yeah you're responsible for it so you kind of you have to take yeah. charge and I suppose that what keeps you motivated because you're like if I don't do what I've got to do then they're not going to yeah. be ready no and I mean I you know I at the minute I've just got the one horse so to get one horse ready and myself is fine but there were you know back in the day when I was riding nine horses a day and we were taking five to a competition that wow. is a hard slog yeah and <laughs> it's like yeah that is um, intense 
Yeah, and it, and we I forget to eat. You know, I I would just ride all these competition horses and just not eat mm. throughout the day, which is I've learned from that obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but so how in sort of in a nutshell, how would you prepare yourself for um, a, a day in the competition? Um, well, I think the thing that I always try and think about is, yeah, always have to put yourself first. And that's not, that's not a selfish thing. And it goes back to that, like, I know it's like an old cliche saying it's thrown about all the time, but it's so true. You can't, you can't serve from an empty cup. Like you yeah. can't help anybody else yeah. or do anything else if, you know, if, if you, if you're empty inside. So you need to fill yourself up with everything. That's why my training needs to be mm. on point. My nutrition needs to be absolutely spot on. Um, my sleep needs to be good recovery I need to know what I'm doing I need to plan everything out and when all that's sorted and you've got yourself first and everything's like perfectly in check then everything just becomes a breeze um, mm-hmm. but I think more than anything it's just a, a mental a mental game I mean you must know that with what you do as well the all the logistics that go into it and the, yeah. the organization and stuff like that but in the competing world um, in, in what I do and just getting myself ready it's um I guess you can't you're kind of just having a little fight with yourself in your head every day you your body's <laughs> telling you you want to do one thing it's like oh you don't need to go to the gym today you, need, you don't need to eat this food you just want to because your body all it wants to do is like survive and be comfortable um yeah. that's all it's built to do it just wants to be comfy don't want to get under any stress it just wants to survive and, and keep the body functioning whereas you got to tell yourself every day that we're pushing way past that um yeah. So, yeah, I guess it's just more of a mental battle than anything, but a lot of personal development, a lot of reading. Um, and if you want to go a bit deep, but a lot, a lot of soul searching goes into it to find out yeah. why you really want to do this. And I think that's the question yeah. that a lot of people ask themselves, need to ask themselves when going into like a serious competition or you need to really find that reason why. And if you mm. can't answer that like deeply enough, then it's probably not going to happen the way that you want it to yeah that um that's so true because um what you just said just now like with getting yourself ready and you, maybe you don't there's a day when you look out the window and you're like oh actually do you know what can I can I have a day off today and it really is your body just being like nah just have a, just take it easy <laughs> exactly that's it we're just we're just built to survive yeah. eat drink and like look after ourselves yeah. that's all that's all we're built to do yeah, um, I suppose with us horsey people, we've we've still got that other being to look after. So we will always get up and sort the horse's needs out. But I think um, we totally forget ourselves. Exactly. Um, and and just be like, no, right. But I know that when I've got a goal and when I've when I've gone to you know big competitions, um, you know, I, I lay off the chocolate and I will be like, right, I have a pair of my competition jumpers they will only fit me if I'm 58 kilos <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I have done that like I will not buy any more I'm not buying they are my lucky pair <laughs> so <laughs> in the summer I have to make sure that I, I lose at least two or three kilos <laughs> but that's it though I suppose you're able to do that because there's like a switch and you go right I've got a goal now I've got this competition okay yeah. and I know what I need to do so I just need to get on and do it yeah. it's like a non-negotiable definitely yeah Definitely. So um, in terms of like that kind of motivation, you've had, um, oh, well, hang on, we're in 21 now. Yes. So you had last, so like, <laughs> you didn't compete last year at all, I did you? I didn't, know. I um, decided to have it off and thankfully it was quite a good year to choose. 
yeah wasn't it (laughs) (laughs) so how have you kept going with that because I know when I'm like I didn't really compete much after uh god March I think and after that I was a bit like "Mm, I'm just gonna have a little bit of time off and although I still sort of stayed on it with my training but if you decide to take that year off did you slack off at all or have you just kept no literally kept training as as hard if not harder than I've been before um, okay. And I think what helps is obviously because of what I do, the main thing that changes when I'm going to get ready for competition is the diet. Um, yeah. Obviously, to get as lean as possible. So yeah. when I'm not in competition prep, like now, for example, my diet's quite relaxed. Um, mm-hmm. So I can kind of eat what I want, but it just so happens that I like good, nutritious food because it makes me feel good. Um, yeah. So I get to eat plenty. And because I'm eating plenty, I'm always full, I'm always, I've always got energy, I'm always awake, I always want to train. Like I absolutely love training more yeah. than anything. Um, but because I've had this year off, I have got a goal in mind to compete at the end of, oh no, we're 2021. Like I said, yeah, to compete this yet. year, sorry, this year. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I had last year off um, and I have got a goal in mind to compete towards the end of this year around October time. So yeah, I've, uh, I've had well, that but... in mind all of last year. So I'm like, I know I'm going to do it at the okay. end of next year. So I've just kind of had to keep thinking, I haven't got any short-term goals at the minute with regards to competing-wise, um, but there is yeah. a long-term one still lingering that I've had to keep going for. Okay, that was actually going to be my next question. What are your goals for 2021? So you've got a major competition coming up in uh, in October. Yes. Anything in between? Or have you got any any milestones that you need to hit? Um, with regards to competition-wise, no, I'm actually just going to wait until that one. Um, but okay. short-term goals um physique wise like I know I add I will need to add like a couple of kilos of lean muscle so I've got my training and diet in place to do that and then yeah goals wise it's just it's just business goals really um yeah I want to sort of expand my online coaching a bit more take on some more clients and and because I've got clients competing in competitions in like April and June this year um and I think there's a couple in May as well it's amazing because it almost feels like I'm competing because I've got to get, I've got to help other people do that. So yeah. I get to experience their journey. I get to experience their, like them being on stage and I'm not going to say if I'm going to say when they win, because <laughs> let's face yeah. it, they're going to go all yeah. out. Um, so I get to experience all that. So that's kind of like my goal as well, that like their goal is mine. So I'm so invested in it. So, you know, when um, you have your clients competing, do you get nervous when you see them on stage? I don't know, it excites me more than anything. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. and, and I think it's because I know exactly what it feels like. I'm just so buzzing for them because I just yeah. know they're having the best time. Yeah. I, um, if I ever go to competitions and watch my clients compete, I am an absolute nervous wreck. Like I'll help them warm up and everything, but inside I'm like, oh my God, come on. And I hate it. And I prefer, almost prefer competing myself rather than, I get more nervous watching my clients compete than I do myself because I just want it so badly for them. And I know how much effort they've put in. I'm just like, come on, let's do this. It's so true. And I guess you feel that sense of responsibility as well. Like if you, you've coached yeah. them through it, you're like, God, they bet they better yeah. do well. <laughs> yeah. Don't let me down. Yeah. yeah, don't let me down. Like I'm trying to, you know, be really nasty and everything, but don't let me down. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, awesome. Um, who are your three most influential people that you have around you? Wow, that's incredible. What a great question. That's so good. <laughs> um I'd say my girlfriend I live with Lucy is incredibly 
influential to be fair like business-wise she's just insane and she yeah, awesome. she's just an absolute boss babe. yeah I, I follow her socials <laughs> all the time yeah um yeah absolute boss babe she kills it so she's actually taught me a lot um because she used to be a coach herself like online for physiques and stuff so she's taught me a lot um how to manage things like that taught me a lot about like the international business and stuff which is incredible um yeah just a good great person to be around so yeah Lucy's yeah. helped me out there and then a couple of the people really um just some people that are training within the gym um mm-hmm. you know that, that can just really push me but I, there's only a, a very select few people that know my limits and mm-hmm. know how hard I can be pushed because when I'm in the gym I can sometimes turn to a slacker this is like my goal so I turned a bit of a psycho <laughs> As <if> like, <laughs> and uh, there's only a very select few people and know how hard they can push me and it's like they're quite influential because they just sort of understand if that makes sense yeah but don't you think that having like you're saying you've got a couple of people in the gym that you train with or that are around I think that's one of the most important things no matter what you're doing you have to have that tribe that fully supports you like 110 percent otherwise what is the point in them being around one million percent <laughs> and that's actually as soon as you start saying about tribe and people understanding mm. i was going to say sometimes along the way you can actually you can be like best friends with some people that you have been for a very very long time but when you start getting mm-hmm. so invested in a, in a goal that you want or the kind of life that you're sort of leading and the way that you want to go some of them might, like, might not understand where it's going and you can end up sort yeah. of seeing yourself drift away from people and that's not a negative thing but you can yeah. just be in different points different stages in life and you might see things differently I've experienced that quite recently where um, there's some people that I just I just genuinely don't speak to as much anymore and that's through no fault of them or no fault of mine but they just sort of don't fit within that tribe that's helping me like level up because you just need yeah. to be around people that totally understand where you're going and fully support it definitely I've just had it as well recently and I, and I think you yes it might be a little bit sad because you might be best friends or you might be really like enjoy that person's company but I think you have to let them go if they're not supporting you or they're not part of that of that tribe anymore it. and it's not um, because, and it's not a selfish thing at well, all like it's not it's no. not a selfish thing it's just that's the way that things happen like people grow different ways you yeah. go this way they go that way and there's nothing wrong with that you might speak to them from time to time but and they yeah. just probably don't fully understand um where you're heading yeah totally yes I think I think the take home from this is find your tribe. definitely and if there's anyone <laughs> listening to this where they feel like that's happening and they feel like maybe some people don't understand their goals and they don't feel like they can mm. talk about it as much then like you say yeah find that tribe just surround yourself with people that are just on the same wavelength as you yeah I also um came across a little I don't think it was a quote I think I read it in a book but surround yourself with people who are already there already higher than you so you've got people to aspire to and you know get tips from and everything and I thought do you know what that's that's really so true you don't want to like it in let's say if you're in the gym you don't want to be the strongest person in the yeah. gym. You don't want to be the one who trains the hardest. You don't want to be the smartest person in the room. You always need you always yes. need to, you need to surround yourself with people who are already been there or already on their way yeah. there, kind of thing. So, because you're the average of who you spend your time with. So, if you spend time with people that are way better than you, or 
you know financially up there where you want to be or anything like that you're gonna you're gonna end up yeah. sort of morphing into them if you hang with the right people definitely oh i feel like this podcast is gone <laughs> for hours here all night. Um, <laughs> um got three questions awesome. for you what's your favorite meal of all time oh, favorite meal do you know what it's so it's so, yeah it's so simple <laughs> but i order it every single time i go out it doesn't matter if we're in like a really nice restaurant i just look for the burger wherever that yeah wherever Do the burger you? is on the menu i'm like and i don't even look what's in it i just look for the most expensive because i know it's gonna be the biggest baddest burger i just love, oh, I love like that. double patty bacon cheese jalapenos gherkin like everything just get it involved <laughs> brisket pulled pork yeah works. full works burger can never go wrong that's a good choice, actually. Good choice. Um, favorite song of all time. Favorite song of all time. Wow. My favorite band. Do you know what? Or... I, I, because this is so, because songs really I've got it. Really I've got it. Favorite song. Put, yeah, go favorite on. song. I'm actually going to go. The greatest show for the greatest showman soundtrack. The first track on the album. Ah. Uh, you know what? I love it. Yes. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. It, get, it gets that. me going. Okay, I'm going to be playing that. <laughs> Like yeah. anyone is anyone is <laughs> listening to this, if you want a playlist or anything to help you like level up massively, you just want to feel good and just belt something out, get the greatest showman soundtrack on or the reimagined one and just blast it full wow. blast. It's wicked. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um now this next question, um everybody else I've kind of asked who is their horse of a lifetime, but obviously you don't have a horse. <laughs> so um <laughs> um What's your favourite exercise? Like, what is the exercise in the gym that you would do every day if you could? It's going to... Do you know what? I'd sit on that leg press for years. Yeah, I'll get get the weights (laughs) on that leg press and I'll sit there until my legs were so big I couldn't even get off. I'd have to stay there. I I love the leg press. Actually, I'm just looking in the corner of the dining room now. I'm like, one would fit in there. (laughs) Get it put in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's happening. <laughs> awesome. And then finally, how can people find you on social media? Oh, amazing. I love this part. Yes, let's connect with some people. Um, yeah. So I've got a couple of Instagram accounts. One is my personal account, which is at I am Josh Blue. And then my other account is more geared towards coaching, which is Train with Josh Blue. And then on Facebook, uh, if you search for Josh Blue Fitness, you'll find me. And if you want to go on a website, josh-blue.com. And then basically all the links to my socials are on there as well. So if you head over to the website, josh-blue.com, everything is on there. You can find me from there. Awesome. And definitely, um, I would definitely say hook up with Josh on Instagram because his stories are always inspiring. Amazing. Thank you. And (laughs) funny. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. I just, um, yeah, I just want to say to everyone listening, thank you. And hopefully I can catch up with you all soon. You never know. Thank you. See you later. Bye. See you.